0: Welcome to Switcheroo, a dirty little podcast about religion, sex, and all the in between parts. With your hosts,
1: Maggie Baxter, an atheist turned evangelical, and Nick Vu, an evangelical turned atheist.
2: What's up, Nick Vu? What, what up? Hi.
1: <laughs> you guys are so cute. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Nick Vu.
1: boyfriend.
0: Man. <laughs> You say we're boyfriends?
1: I said you're friend boys. Boys that are friends. It's so it's cute. It's funny yeah. how
0: women say my girlfriend and I'm like, are you dating? And they're like, yeah. no. Yeah. It's no. like, my yeah. do, you, do you even know what that word means?
3: Have
0: <laughs> yeah. you spoken English before Maybe. in your life? Yeah. Uh,
1: I like in Spanish, it's very clearly novio and novia.
0: Apparently, though, I learned that that is a very serious boyfriend or girlfriend like oh, almost like, engaged that's uh, not just like we're seeing each other or dating passing notes at least you know for some people for some dialects uh-huh. it might be different other other places yeah
2: and the, and then all the different words for love in spanish is is a little different we use love for lots of stuff there's
0: like I love tacos i know yeah.
1: I, yeah. I love my Skechers.
0: <laughs> well, let's just talk about tacos.
1: Okay, back to I had tacos. puffy
0: tacos today. Mm. I had Mexican
1: food for lunch too,
0: and that sounds definitely like a pussy. A puffy
1: taco. A puffy taco. A
0: puffy Taco. And de- yeah. Certainly
1: after giving birth.
0: <laughs> oh, is your taco real puffy?
1: I uh, Mike described it <laughs> in the mo- in the the like hours postpartum as. like a mickey mouse hand (laughs) uh, (laughs) yeah like very uh, puffy
0: so did you watch the birth
1: uh yeah he kind of had to he wasn't planning on it and then he ended up having to because he had to hold my leg Uh,
0: i've heard some people being like don't watch that shit
1: yeah he was like (laughs) not not for me camp of like i'm
0: not
2: for me me. it's my 10th child never watched it (laughs)
3: I'm awesome. so
1: excited about this conversation. I'm already thinking about all the things I don't want to talk
3: about.
0: <laughs> I'm regretting inviting Andy. <laughs> 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 You're like I'll never get these hours back in my life. <laughs> That's it. Uh, how do I opt out? Uh, okay, should we do should we do our our intro? Yes. Hey, Maggie. <laughs> hey, Nick. <laughs> hey, Andy. Yeah, I, I did young life, which we talked all about in a previous episode. Mm. Yeah, in college, and Andy moved to Seattle for like a minute. And we, we went hard.
1: How, yeah. how long were you in Seattle, Andy? About a year. And how much of that did you pay rent at another place while staying at our house?
2: <laughs> Your place all the time. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I paid the whole time. I was just, yeah, freeloading on you guys.
1: It was great. It was, it was great. so fun. <laughs> it was so great. I was, um, I was driving in the car with my mom today, and I was trying to explain who you were. And I said, Andy's the one that I would come upstairs and I'd be really tired or just waking up or something. And he'd be sitting on the couch and we'd sit down and we'd start like riffing on some random song and we'd do it for like three hours. Yeah. (laughs) Without stopping, just like making up silly words to silly songs.
0: Yeah, that's so fun.
1: It was good. It was.
0: And I remember all of my girlfriend's and by girlfriends, I mean female friends. were Ooh. so in love with Andy.
1: Yeah, there was not. Was I like, oh, didn't man. have a friend who was in love. I had boys who were in love with him too. <laughs> yeah. It's because he came out and he was like, I'm going to be a firefighter. And everyone was like, oh, my panties. <laughs> <laughs> They're
2: gone. just never panned out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be an astronaut. <laughs> <laughs> here
0: he is i'm really gonna do it i got goals (laughs) i'm studying for the test right now (laughs) i'm gonna be a doctor too you ready to hop on board (laughs) oh maggie i was i remember so clearly i was like why is everybody so into into firefighters and maggie's like without missing a beat like there are four reasons one and they just like lists <laughs> all the reasons why look, look firemen are hot 12
1: <laughs> i said the word panties and it reminded me of a story that Ian told me once about <laughs> you said panties, or panties. <laughs> well you pronounce it panties with no i p- know and, and it's yeah. And it's panties with a T. I know. It makes me feel <laughs> like I'm I, saying
2: Pisghetti. <laughs> <It's not laughs> you told me a story a it's,
1: about it's, coming downstairs and having sister, sisters, one sister, two sisters. How many sisters? Two sisters. Do
3: you have? Yeah, two. Yeah,
1: and you came downstairs in the middle of one of your dad's like get togethers or something and said something about your panties. And he was like, <laughs> boy, get, <laughs> get back upstairs. I
2: You don't wear panties, you wear panties, (laughs) second of all. (laughs) Uh,
1: Uh, Panties. I think I asked you to spell how you you spelled panties, and you spelled it P-A-N-N-I-E-S, and I was like, no, that is incorrect.
2: Yeah, well, it was correct the way I was saying it. Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs>
2: yeah. No, I said that the and uh, now I can't say the word. I just stay away from the word because I always slip back into it. <laughs> it's just like that's a I don't know. It sounds funny when you say panties as an adult man. <laughs> a little funny.
0: Mm, I think really getting into it. <laughs> it. I think it's dope.
1: Okay, <laughs> I know in Florida things are different
0: though. Y- y'all aren't so gender exploratory. Oh, yeah. No, I, yeah. I mean, I'm fine wearing panties.
1: I just don't <laughs> want to, I just don't
2: want to eat Paschetti.
1: Okay. No yeah. Paschetti. <laughs>
0: yeah. Like a fucking child. All right. Exactly.
1: <laughs> um, What's it like living in Florida? Uh,
2: it's, it's good. I like the weather the most. I like Seattle's culture and people and all that stuff. It's really great. And missing a little bit of that in Florida. But the weather's so nice. What about all the time. mosquitoes in Florida? Yeah, I got a screened-in porch.
1: What about oh. all the gators in Florida?
2: Yeah, they're they don't bother you though. They're um, you can go see them. People go within two or three feet of them. And they're all right.
1: Yeah, uh, you took me and yeah. Kelly out to a uh, like a nature preserve one time, and we were like two feet away from a gator before we realized it. And yeah, I don't. I'm still afraid.
0: Was that the Everglades?
1: Yeah. I'm still scared of that. No, scare.
2: Gainesville, um, Pains Prairie. Oh, you'll what let you a trail.
1: Places?
2: That's one of the best Dumped places.
1: Oh, thank you. I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't need to be anywhere that near a gator ever again. And what you about all the move? manatee
0: that are just <sighs> roaming the streets? Like, <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty dangerous, right?
1: Oh, I just imagine a manatee with a top hat. Just like, good afternoon, sir.
2: <laughs> That'd be fun. I still get pictures that pop up from that trip when you and Kelly came down because it was, I think, the only thing that was saved to my computer. Or some, somehow that got <laughs> imported. So it's like my 30 photos on my computer is all that trip.
1: Yeah, I did so, that on purpose. I yeah. <laughs> cle- I cleared your entire computer of every memory but one.
0: Yeah, Maggie's a hacker. i to see you now. Can't you tell? Yeah. I have a question for you, Andy. Okay. It's kind of the first thing we ask every guest. It seems. Okay. What, what's your, what's your spiritual status? Like what identities do you take on? I know, I know we used mm. to be Christians together. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and so
2: <laughs> now I think that's evolved um, into something else. I think, I don't know, you know, it's hard to know, like, cause it changes so much to really put your foot down on something. I don't, do that much anymore but I am very spiritual still I believe in a lot more than what we can see like different layers I get the feel recently I had the feeling that it was all of this is like the whole you know I I was texting you this it's like you feel like everything is all connected and it's part of the whole and then I feel like so I'm part of that and so that's how I, I feel like there's just everything is spiritual. We're all spiritual beings, whether we know it, you know, it's like, that's what I feel. That's, you know, opinion. Yeah. So it evolves. And I think, you know, like all of us are a little part of what God is, you know, what, what, however we define God is just like growing up, I had a picture of God as a human but that is, I think, just kind of ridiculous. <laughs> as, <laughs> as flawed as humans are, even like the best human, still flawed and and just not. You, I just hope God has a lot more uh, depth and, you know, it's not even to even say smarter. Like like it's just something else.
1: Um, but, who do you think the best human is?
2: The best? I don't know. I haven't met him.
1: Who's like the who would you want human?
2: God to be? I I meet the best humans, and then I know him for a year, and I'm like, you're not the best human anymore, <laughs> right?
1: <laughs> Did you purposefully use the time span of a year because that's how long you spent with <laughs> us? I
0: don't know. Did you used no, to think I, we were God, and then I still do I Realized that we God. suck.
2: <laughs> you guys are God. <laughs> that's what Kanye. He's not that crazy, you know.
3: Yeah.
1: One time, Andy and I went to a church event together, and it was like a scavenger hunt. And I don't remember much about the scavenger hunt, but I do remember that he named our team <laughs> Sofa, like Couch, Sofa, King, like Monarch. Awesome. Sofa King, awesome.
2: Sofa King, awesome.
1: And he wrote it down on our piece of paper. And we didn't know that it was anything was going to happen with it, but we won the scavenger hunt. And this was like a big group of church people. And there was this really sweet, (laughs) dorky old guy who wanted to tell everybody or who announced to everybody in this (laughs) church (laughs) event. It was perfect. The winning team.
2: Ridiculous.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And he... (laughs) <laughs> this old, sweet old man was like and the trophy ghost is so fucking awesome and everyone laughed and he didn't understand he,
2: he said it again and he was like why would anybody name their team
0: this he said it again <laughs> like <laughs> to, to help so them understand and process
3: awesome.
1: and at some point someone <laughs> was <laughs> like it's a joke like kind of whispered in the he them. was like oh and his face turned red the whole time, like my, my spirit had left my body, I was like completely in another realm of existence. I, I don't think I've ever laughed that hard. I was laughing so hard that I, that I wasn't making any sound, you know, just open mouth, <laughs> closed eyes, tears <laughs> draining. It was, it was a really good church moment. That was one of my favorite church moments from being involved with people who are very conservative.
2: Yeah, it's funny when you think about stuff like that and the way, you, I guess, your humor evolves or whatever. And that's, <laughs> are you saying you wouldn't have made that gag today? No, I'd still do it. Yeah, <laughs> I'd still do it. Yeah, I just don't know if it would be as funny if it wasn't a church function. Yeah.
1: You know, oh, it's like, oh,
2: yeah. still yeah. funny, though.
1: Yeah, I mean, if I, we went to like a... a trivia night or whatever and you have to name your team name. That's not funny yeah. to those yeah. people, but it is funny <laughs> to people who don't <laughs> understand what it means. Audience.
0: Maybe at yeah. parent day at school if you did that.
1: Yes. Ooh, good idea.
0: <sighs> if we That'd ever have funny. to get
1: together with my kids' teachers. And anyway. the
0: teacher wouldn't know whether to be mad or laughing. I'm going to say my mm-hmm. kid's
1: nickname is so fucking
0: <laughs> so fucking bastard. this is my little kid bastard the back the baxter
1: toughen them up
0: early age
1: the bastard the baxter
0: you said your spirituality evolves a lot andy what's what are you studying what what keeps things moving with my spirituality
2: now i try to stay present that's the thing that i've kind of been learning over the past i don't know a year or so like trying to be like more focused in the present moment. I don't do a very good job of it. So this is the first time I've actually thought of that in weeks, but I was working on it for a while. (laughs) (laughs) So, I mean, that, that's one, I was trying to meditate for a while and and become better at that just to be just more present, more aware of what's
0: going on around me. Yeah. All these are very Eastern that, and and you mentioned something like all of us being part of the divine. Yeah. Uh, that yeah, is very Taoist. Mm-hmm. And I haven't read much about
2: that. I probably should since it's all mm-hmm. kind of things about it that, um, yeah, are speaking to me, I guess. I don't know. Psychedelics is part of that, too. That You
1: know Wait,
0: what? You do psychedelics?
1: Yeah. Tell us more. Wow. Immediately. Yeah.
0: So Andy and I went on a trip to another country to do psychedelics together.
2: Mm-hmm. That Definitely. was my first time. My first experience with psychedelics.
1: Wait, so uh, Nick just said you do psychedelics like present tense. So, like, what's what's your cadence of?
2: So I do it not very often. Not it's not really recreation. I'll do like mushrooms recreationally sometimes, but the main. One's where Nick and I went did ayahuasca, and that was the one that's been that has actually like changed my life. You know, like spoken to me in different ways, and I haven't gotten that from mushrooms. They're fun at <laughs> a certain dose. <laughs> <laughs> um, Are they
1: not fun at a different dose?
2: Well, sometimes I guess if I go a little too heavy and I'm not in the right mindset, then then I don't like it as
0: much. Make Are you doing these socially? Are you doing mushrooms socially or
2: not even that much?
0: No, I, okay. I definitely haven't done a lot of psychedelics. Like, um, I really don't enjoy psychedelics with other people. It's a yeah. me by myself thing.
2: Mm-hmm. What about if someone was just there? Like the first time I did mushrooms was at your place and you kind of held the space for me. So oh yeah. To think about it. Oh, no, that's great. Yeah. yeah. And it's not that
0: nobody can be there, but it's Added it perk. is more of a a spiritual journey, and so I would kind of want the other people who are there to to be in this similar mindset, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, and I've yeah. been to parties on mushrooms or LSD, and that's that gets r- real wild and noisy. Yeah, you know, it's just a whole lot going on. Yeah. I, there's something
1: I'm curious about. Like I don't know what kind of church. I know you I know Nick grew up in Southern Baptist. Mm-hmm. So, depending on how charismatic your like church upbringing was, there's something that I've been curious about when it comes to psychedelics is like I know some people experience like a true euphoria or kind of transcendent experience like speaking in tongues or depending on like the type of did you ever have charismatic experiences like was that a type of church experience you grew up in or
2: no i grew up catholic
1: okay so, so no <laughs> <but> yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay.
2: no nothing like that it was just you know strictly a sunday thing but not even like Singing or music, yeah, nothing, yeah, nothing like that.
1: So, this, so doing psychedelics was kind of the first time you had one of those out of body. Yeah,
2: you know, sometimes I felt like when I would pray, like when I was in grade school, sometimes I'd get deep into prayer and I'd feel like there was something happening, you know, like a spiritual moment. And then singing, like with a lot of people, that was always something that kind of like you can get to a place where it just feels really like good, maybe not euphoric, but then the psychedelics, definitely that was something I never experienced, you know, being in that space of like my mind. Um, And that was just like the first time I experienced hell and then heaven, pretty much like I went so dark and deep for like two and a half hours Mm -hmm. and then up to like the stars for maybe like 30 minutes or something like that. And then just like feeling great as it was coming down. What Um, did
1: the darkness look sound feel like?
2: It was really scary. And it's not, it's, it's one of those things. Like I felt so like, it was like a machine in my head, like going crazy, like all these little parts and I could picture, and it was, it's kind of not real vivid, but kind of dark, but real colorful and it's like all these things and just so loud like just drowning, drowning me out and it won't go away. And, um, I didn't know what was going on. It was, I would never recommend somebody just going in without any experience of a lighter dose. Cause I think that made a huge part of that. What was going on and, and was because I had no idea where I was kind of going. do you think that Nick, like, like actually when she gave me it, she's like, what, you know, how sensitive are you to mushrooms? Mm-hmm. And I lie, I'd never done mushrooms. I was like, well, I had medium, you know, that's
1: what I'm <laughs> Medium. Medium. <What>
0: a
3: <laughs> She's good like, answer.
0: here you go. Medium.
1: Three um, stars. I'm three stars <laughs> ready I think that's a this. really
0: yeah. good point, uh, Andy. There's, there's mixed uh, opinions on taking small doses. Some people say it's sort of like, If you're flying in an airplane and if you're flying too low, you might experience the turbulence of the clouds. Mm -hmm. So you need to go higher. Um, And I could see some truth in that. I think at the very least, we could have been prepped better. And I had I had done psychedelics. So, like, I knew a little bit, but I'd never had a bad trip at that point.
1: This is Ayahuasca you guys are talking about, right? Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm.
0: I didn't know how to deal, or I didn't know what that looked like to have a bad trip, and I certainly didn't know how to deal with that for myself or for somebody else. And mm-hmm. so, I would say maybe even more important than dipping your toe in, which could be beneficial, I could mm-hmm. definitely see, but knowing, like this is powerful stuff you're you're playing around mm-hmm. with, and it would have been great if like, I mean, the people at the ceremony, they didn't really us. everyone I heard from had only had positive experiences right. and it's true. it sounded like they'd only heard of positive experience experiences. So I actually mm-hmm. like later on was doing ayahuasca at a different ceremony and I'd done it several times. And it's just like, I had a bad trip. I thought, either I was going to die or I was going to just be like clinically insane for the rest of my life. Yeah, and I was yeah. going to like, all my relationships were gone. Right. And like, did no I one would want to yeah, deal with me or love me. <laughs> and I, like seeing <laughs> oh the chaos God. of the universe. Yeah. Right. Like, I mean, the universe it is chaos, chaos, but like we have coping mechanisms and it's like all of the, all, yeah, all the, I don't know the things that we like to to cover up the chaos with to make ourselves feel good, like had fallen away. And so mm-hmm. I'm just like, wow, yeah, well this sucks. And we're just oh, like I'm these crazy. paper dolls, you know, mm-hmm. going up against very real dragons. Does and, it make you sympathetic for you, people that, you know, have like
2: mental, like serious. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And I mean, I would say
0: that that was one of the, the positive outcomes is like, yeah, that person talking to themselves on the yeah, corner they are in a fucking of the block. Yeah. It's like uh, I I am not that far away from that. Yeah. yeah. Um and, and so <laughs> like I, I wish these people that were holding these ceremonies had some idea like what to do with me. Like the the guy who yeah, ran the ceremony was, was very was sympathetic, that? but was but like yeah. didn't really know what to say yeah. or do. So
1: could you tell when you yeah. were with Andy? Could you tell that he was experiencing something negative, or were you both kind
2: of? <laughs> I not? remember you said you didn't. I talked to you afterwards, and uh, and and you were like, I didn't. I got taken out of the the room because I was making so much
0: noise. <laughs> you didn't know that. <laughs> yep. Yeah, okay. So part of the let's set this up a little bit. Traditionally, ayahuasca is a quote unquote medicine taken in south america and central america and it's i mean it's like a ceremonial spirit journey kind of dmt it's good so dmt is the active ingredient in it and if you do dmt just by itself usually that's going to be like a 15 minute trip but i mean this is something like six hours yeah um, yeah, and there's other raisins. there's other active ingredients in it as well. Do you drink it um, in a tea? Drink.
1: Do you smoke it? Do you yeah,
0: you drink it? it. It's like this tar that's it's sort like of raisin. Raisins. Like burnt. It's foul. Like you'll probably gag on it. Um, and you're in a circle, usually like a yurt type structure. And uh, everybody's sitting with their back to the wall. And you're instructed like this even like we're doing this together, but you're, you're on your own journey. And so it, this is not like an interactive thing. But it is,
2: but it's not, you're on your own, but it, it's like part of it is that community, but
0: you're not really super aware. You're on your own together.
3: Yeah.
1: Got it. But like, nobody's supposed to just start hugging and climbing into each other's laps or whatever.
0: Right. Yeah. You're not like cuddling. You're not, and i think really?
2: there's a lot of ways it's done in different places i think also so
1: but nick oh, andy got not, taken out of the yeah, room and i that. had
0: i didn't know i was just inside like <laughs> a good <group> boy <laughs> i asked
1: I, I asked
2: i was like so what if it goes bad for somebody like what what happens like and she's like oh don't worry about that You're fine. <laughs> and then like right away i start i start like talking to myself loud and I'm, I'm saying, come on, Andy, come on, Andy. Come on. I'm just <laughs> encouraging myself. You got this, you got this, just step through the door. That's what one guy kept telling me to do. Just step through the door, like, come on. And then, and then they came over and she's like, hey, um, let's go outside. I was like, I knew it'd be me.
3: I'm just, <laughs> I knew
2: it'd be me. Walking out and I'm just walking and I'm like, oh, fuck, what? Is you know that was when it was starting, and then I was out there by myself with people watching me.
3: Like,
1: Good. yeah, the
2: the person, the teacher, who was you know gave me. I mean, she was. I looked over my shoulder, and she was there, glowing like an angel. And and I was like in this red hot mess, you know. But she, I when I looked over there, that's what I saw. It was incredible.
0: But we should also say that she. So this is somebody who's like trained in ceremonies and. Uh, n- native, and she was an incredibly talented singer, and would do oh, this God. like guttural uh i don't know something with their voice where yeah, it's really. almost like echoing inside your own throat, so it sounds uh, sound like like, like three voices harmonizing or something yeah and you know singing these ancient songs in that tongue so it's yeah. pretty Amazing. spectacular, yeah.
1: What did it, it. what did it feel like to go from, like, the screaming of the universe to, like, what was the transition like? Was it slow or was it immediate?
2: It felt immediate. It felt like I was there at the depths. And then all of a sudden, I, like, kind of blasted off into the skies. And it wasn't real colorful, but I was up in, like, the stars almost. And it was so much relief off my body. Like all the stress in the world was on me, and then all of a sudden it was just all went away, and I was light as a feather, and it it was amazing. And I didn't know how to handle it, so I would start talking again. And it was like <laughs> one of the things, like I didn't know what was going on, but then you learn, or I did, uh, not to talk so much. <laughs> just
3: like,
2: it's like a, a different understanding, but I had no idea at that point. So
0: it was interesting. Andy, did you, did you have a, a switch in your like mindset or something? Do you know at all what triggered the, the change in your experience? The change oh, from when it
2: went to when it went from bad to good bad to good. So yeah. every time that I've done it, it has been different, like a lot different, always with different messages coming to me. This one was the biggest, like, dark, light. I've never had something like that. But, ever like, all the other times have been their own special thing. So, I don't know. There's no rhyme or reason to, like, where you're going when you go. It's not like I had a good day and so I'm going to have this great time tonight. Like, one time I was dancing. I was feeling good. That happened once. <laughs> it's always been really hard. You know, like, every time has been really hard. That time was, like... I was given a break or something and Mm. just allowed to experience like just having fun.
1: And you feel like it's worth the hard, the hardship. Yeah.
2: yeah. It's like, it takes you on a journey of stuff that you, I don't know if you could ever figure out, you know, how do you figure stuff out? Like deep, deep seated stuff that just kind of comes up and you're like, has this been bothering me? Like what? And I think I'm one who needs a lot of therapy. So I think I'm on that end where I know people who are doing it are, aren't like that. And they're going for some other reason, you know, like they're like doing, I don't know. It's just different for everybody. So it's kind of amazing, I think. And I yeah, no rhyme or reason why, where the tr- that transition happened or they took me to the brink and then brought me up. It's weird to even say like, who's, you know. who's like, they yeah like who's doing it i don't you know it's just that's what it did so
0: i think the the therapy aspect of it is uh pretty profound and kind of like why would you do therapy like therapy's not fun
3: yeah right Right. Yeah.
0: Therapy I don't think be anything really excruciating but you know you can learn a lot from it and it's yeah. valuable and certainly worthwhile
2: yeah, I've never wanted to do it after that first time, but I've done it like twelve times, but never. Uh, you've never done I I like, it like twelve times. Yeah, never, okay. never. Am
0: I like all right, excited for tonight? <laughs> never happened. <laughs> and, and honestly, like it. Yeah, if you're super stoked about it, uh, that would worry me a little bit, right? Like, like you're acknowledging the power of this thing. Yeah, and you're being reverent. I think yeah. in your hesitancy or whatever you call it.
2: Yeah. Pretty cool. Pretty. I mean, so interesting to find out about it. And that's, why I want to help people find out more about like if people want to try something like that, I think they should be able to try it and then in good hands, like somebody helping them. It might be a bad trip, but probably, you know, it will be super interesting and maybe good. And you know, it's a uh, something I think that everybody, if they want to experience it, should like get a chance to anyways. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I, you, saying like psilocybin in the States and all, you know, trying to make it legal and bringing it. And it's, you know, it's starting to happen. So that's really cool. That's something I want to be a part of in the future, if I
3: can.
1: So what would you, so someone like me who like the real world is pretty scary for me. I have like pretty intense issues with anxiety and, and panic. And I feel like my, I, I have a real genuine curiosity about uh, especially ayahuasca and peyote but I uh, I have a real fear that I might not come back like that it might mm-hmm. I might go in and not come out and with children that's not really an option
3: <laughs> yeah
1: but is that does that happen to people or like Cause I feel like I've heard of people who are already uh, like pretty intensely neurodivergent who are interested in doing drugs and then are schizophrenic for the rest of their lives and Mm. have trouble like connecting to reality or, or are living like live in that like other reality or the truer reality of the trip.
2: Yeah. I don't know anybody like that what I've heard is if your uh, genetic disposition is to schizophrenia and you were going to get it when you're 29, but then you do something, you know, some sort of psychedelic when you're 27, maybe you could, like uh,
1: jumpstart it.
2: Hasten that. Yeah. I know there's people that I've heard other people talk about, like have gone to South America and then they're just kind of wandering around now and they don't have a lot of, something happened to their, their mental abilities, or their focus, or motivation, and so now they're kind of wandering around. But I don't know. What about you, Nick? Have you? That's all I've heard. I've never met anybody who. Yeah, I've
0: heard situation. similar caveats. If you have a like a family history of schizophrenia, which means you might have like a low level schizophrenia that you don't even know about, then that's something you should watch out for. Mm -hmm. I would, I would certainly do a lot of internet research, you know, before you go into this and just, you know, I am certainly not an expert, Mm -hmm. you know, I've dabbled in this for, you know, 15 years, but like, I don't claim to know anything about it. Yeah. And and I I don't want to be like your advisor saying like, yeah, you should do it or not. I would say the, the panic attacks Uh, I would be very careful with that because I mean, in like, I've had a few bad trips. And usually that's like me going into a panicky place Mm. and thinking that I'm stuck in something. But then again, like, maybe that could be an experience that shows you how to get out of those panic yeah, like
1: loosen it up or how like how to get loose from it yeah except mm. well, that's like where my curiosity has always stemmed from as uh i've always like craved mystical experience and i've always uh craved some sort of freedom from whatever my mind is telling me is like holding me back and you it lo- sounds like
2: you love it maggie
1: that, it sounds like that's kind of what mushrooms. you experience.
2: We should do some, we should do some mushrooms.
1: Okay. <laughs> and
2: it'll be super fun because you're super artistic and you'll. I want to see the colors and breathing or whatever. <laughs> yeah. You'll see trees looking at you and see like all kinds of cool stuff. Artist, I, I think, Yeah, I think it's definitely worth trying a low level mushroom first and just kind of feeling what it feels like. And then you know, decide what you want to
0: do. I think that's a good, that's good advice for sure. Yeah. A- another good thing about mushrooms is usually it's about a four hour trip Versus uh, where things like ayahuasca, Thanks. I think it's something like six or eight. LSD, commitment. Is, LSD is like upwards of 12 hours. Right. So I don't have time for that. Yeah. Like, like Honestly, usually after about an hour, mm. I'm like, okay, I'm good. Like, right. <laughs> why am I doing this again?
1: So I was in the car with my mom uh, again today, uh, like I was saying, and I was talking to her about psychedelics and she, she was like, Oh, let me talk about my experience with psychedelics. And I was like, mom, <laughs> like, I didn't know. <laughs> I didn't know that this was, but I did. She, I did know that she had had like a bad trip on accident. Cause she had a home that she rented out to, to people. And someone had left something in the refrigerators had left some cookies in her refrigerator and she thought they were just cookies and she ate two out of six of these cookies. And I didn't hear from her for 48 hours. And she was like completely gone for 48 hours. Wow. And so I'm curious if you guys have any guess at what, cause she, at the time that this happened, she didn't feel like she could get them tested or or get herself tested without implicating herself in a crime. So, <laughs> but any guess? Because I of the drug. Yeah, like what kind of d- drug she accidentally took?
0: I mean, I think most likely weed, but possibly About much.
1: Forty-eight likely. hours from two cookies.
0: Did she smoke weed? What's her weed? I, I can eat one bite of a cookie and just be like blasted off like the the very first time i had never used drugs at all before and i was at burning man and someone was like i think i had just started drinking like i was completely dry sober my whole life uh, and was at burning man and i was like okay i'm gonna like i had had a drink i think earlier that year and realized that it was fine and actually like kind of fun and so i'm like okay this year at burning man maybe i'll like dabble in and some uh intoxicants oh my gosh you so really I had, went
1: for like the ropes course bud <laughs>
0: well somebody had made rice krispie treats and i had one bite and i was like this tastes gnarly just because weed <laughs> is a really funky <laughs> substance <laughs> and uh that is the only reason i didn't eat more and nothing happened and then like two hours later i had completely even forgotten <laughs> that these rice like, krispies yeah I started tripping so hard I couldn't even walk I had somebody like help me get to the infirmary and I was tripping for all night (laughs) I like spent the night there so I mean so that was one by that you know what was that 12 hours or so I mean it was it's supposed to be like very intense they made it very strong. strong but like if you had two whole cookies yeah like that's a lot and I should say a thing about psychoactives there, you don't really OD on these things, the, the LD50, which is the least full dose of 50%. So that's a, a, a measure that like, what is the dose one would take? And then like, what would the dose where 50% of the subjects are actually dying? And so they'll do this like on lab rats or whatever. And so there's certain substances I think such as heroin where it's a pretty low LD50 or what you're taking as a normal dose is like pretty close to where 50% of people are dying. Okay. And when I say pretty close, maybe you would need to take like three doses or five doses or 10 doses or something. but for psychoactives, like nobody's figured out what this number is because you can just take so much. You might walk into traffic, right? You might fall down the stairs and kill yourself, you know, but but the the ingredients themselves won't. Yeah. It's not a toxic substance. And another thing about it is with lab rats and things, things like cocaine if you have a button for them to like hit it whenever they want another dose, like they become addicted very quickly. Mm-hmm. And they'll keep asking for doses until they die. Uh when they're fed psychedelics and given this button option, they like stay away from the button for because days, it, if not weeks, it, maybe forever. It shows like it, them
1: the chaos of the universe.
0: <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So
1: <laughs> I don't these substances
0: do are very different from the drugs that, you know, we grew up hearing are addictive and the drugs that where yeah. you're going to be, they're all uh, grouped together. Yeah. Like, yeah. The, the DARE program and the say no to D- drugs campaigns and all this war on drugs. Like, yeah, they just kind of like lumped everything together. Yeah. Whereas like, this is their own family and it acts very differently and it's a very <laughs> different. different experience. <laughs> Do you have anything to yeah. add to that, Andy?
2: Yeah, well, it's starting to change a little bit. There's more, more out there that is happening. Activists and groups, and you know, a lot now. A lot of hospitals have their own psychedelic research center, so that's really cool. So I, I see it changing. It's just educating people because um, the people who are most afraid of psychedelics are usually people who have never tried them you know I, I don't know if there's people who have tried them who are like you know maybe if they had a, somebody they know had a bad experience or something even it's, i don't know but everything there's a small percentage of stuff could go wrong
3: it's
1: not yeah it's worth it what's a what's one profound truth that you carry with you regularly from one of your journeys either um,
2: profound truth. I mean, the thing that came to mind, I don't know if it's a profound truth, but there was one time where I was very angry and like, I had this moment where um, I was washing my hands and right next to me was this just really like hunched over old, like horrible looking person. And, and I was just sitting there and I, and then as I looked at him, I noticed, I was like, that's me, that's me. Like my angry like person or whatever. And, and all of a sudden he turns and he walks away, like out over the, the hill. And I don't, I still think about it all the time and I don't exactly know what it means except that this anger like left me at that moment. It was just so profound that it left. And, and it's not like, you know, I don't know. It's just one of those things. I I still don't know how to articulate what it actually means to me, except to know that, that it's possible to release that
3: hmm.
2: it's not that I don't have anger anymore, but definitely a lot less. And and then just, I don't know, maybe that stays on my mind and it can, I, I know that moment when it was gone. Yeah. It's a profound, profound truth. I don't know, except that there's more out there than we know about it makes you feel small, you know, in a way in a good way.
1: Yeah. Nick, do you have any wisdom
0: yeah, I mean I guess just for a, a more lighter fun one, like when it is high and high isn't like good and and pleasant, like I mean sometimes it's I I really like graphic design and sometimes I'll just like see patterns of frankly like super profound images dancing in front of my head with like colors I've never experienced before. And and it's not only just the visuals of it, but it's like the full visceral feeling of wow, this is like this is a beauty I've never even imagined could exist, mm. you know. And a and a beauty as in like an aesthetic, it's like new colors there in in front of me. I would say the most impactful one was honestly like that the one super bad trip and seeing the chaos of the universe but it was more the the integration that had to happen afterwards so i mean i was shook for many months but you know i think coming out of that and having to like deal with what i now understood of the world yeah things are chaotic and maybe that's okay and maybe i don't need to like brace myself against these like turbulent winds of life, you know, maybe I can actually float through the air with these winds. Right. And that, and there can be a, a freedom in that. And so yeah. that, I mean, that's kind of another point where a lot of the, the clinical psychoactive use now like always has a therapist or somebody sitting beside you and the integration part is, is part of the protocol that they're doing. It's not just yeah. here, take some drugs and have some fun and maybe like journal a little bit. Like there's it's probably like just as much time processing what you experienced as there was actually being in the trip there.
2: That's what they yeah. told us too. When we were down there, like when we went, they're like, this is just like a portion like, half the work is afterwards. It's just kind of like, so I I felt like they gave good education
0: in that regard. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Andy, what would you, let's say I'm putting you in charge of overseeing psychedelics in the United States Mm -hmm. and you have all the resources at your disposal and you get to make all the rules about psychedelics. Yeah. What, what would you, what would you do? At least right now, you know, I don't think there's a right answer to this at all.
2: Right. Well, yeah, I think who has access, like, (laughs) you know, what do you hope would come out of this? Well, the first thing, the easy one is should people if they elect to be able to go sit with a therapist and try psychedelics? Yes. Anybody pretty much, you know, you, unless you do the med medical history and find out something, but, um, that would just be schizophrenia thing or, or medications they're taking that they shouldn't be taking if they're doing this. But that's, that's for sure. I think that is, would be amazing if people could have that choice. Now, as far as like, just people be able to, able to get it if they want it. I mean, I don't know how to make that happen You a, reasonable or responsible way or if it's even my call to do that you know because it's like maybe uh people should just have their fucking choice if they want to try something like that that's tough one because you you
1: shouldn't i don't know some sort of regulation
2: yeah regulation i mean i don't want them selling cocaine in a convenience store Um, we're just talking about
0: psychedelics though
2: i know i know i'm just saying yeah but like I think the bigger like if you're gonna make it legal for everybody then like yeah i guess i don't know you could put a different
1: 21 and over 18 and over
2: yeah i mean they did in amsterdam for a while you could go buy mushrooms there at the corner store and they stopped it but i don't think it was probably i don't know i wonder why they stopped it i think there was probably too many bad experiences or something so that yeah i have no idea (laughs)
1: have either of you had sex while on psychedelics
0: i get real horny on psychedelics (laughs) no i have not (laughs) if i'm in a setting where if you were appropriate i will usually masturbate and and i've fooled around a little bit Hmm. and it was wonderful
2: well maybe i have I don't know it wasn't remarkable <laughs> uh
1: maybe don't share this with that person. <laughs> I don't even
2: remember I'm yeah, I don't maybe I should say I wasn't remarkable
0: <laughs> that's a safer thing to say. <laughs> Um, Is that something you would hope to try, Maggie? When no, you're, but
1: I've heard I've heard people' experiences being significantly enhanced and having it be like a very mystical, like powerful connect, connective activity, like where they feel part of their partner or and the universe at the same cool. time. Yeah, cool. and, and extended nonstop orgasms, etc.
2: Again, mm-hmm. like MDMA. Are you are you thinking that more? Or are you
1: thinking like just any psychedelic? I'm not. I'm not sure. Actually, I don't know the. No. Is MDMA a psychedelic?
0: Yeah, psycho-active. yeah. Okay. psychoactive. But it, but it, I experience it very differently. Do you, Andy? I
2: I just have like a really nice like deep feeling like a like it kind of feels like thick feelings or something.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: It feels good.
1: Thick feelings, like physical or thick, like emotionally thick?
2: Yeah, emotionally, um, physically, like um, sensitivities and things like you're just super sensitive. Uh, They use it a lot in uh, couples therapy now. That's a legal thing in some places.
1: Uh, So much of what you guys are talking about is uh, really reminding me of the show on, I think it was on HBO, the it was starring Nicole Kidman, and I'm not going to be able to remember the name of it again. But there was... Big,
2: big, big Little Liars?
1: <laughs> no. <laughs> Pretty Little Liars with Big Little Money. Mm. Um, <laughs> no, it was Nicole Kidman starred as a, like a retreat center operator. Oh, yeah.
2: The ninth something. Yeah, the, uh, the nine,
1: nine impossible strangers or something. Mm-hmm. But a, a huge portion of that was about like guiding people through microdosing of different things. And that came into it like couples therapy, MDMA for couple therapy to connect people. Yeah. Well, I was gonna I was hoping to have strangers you guys nine the, perfect strangers. That's
0: what was. the thing. I had to look it up. I've never heard of it.
1: Thank you. I thought it was a very interesting i think it might have been partially uh, like used as a deterrent for the idea of like therapeutic psychedelics but it definitely worked the opposite way for me i was like yeah let's let's get it on i'm interested i want to i want to do all of that stuff
0: andy if you had to take a guess if let's say we had a culture and a legal system that allowed for the use of psychedelics. How do you think that would change society?
2: How would it change society? Well, I don't think a lot of people would do them. Mm -hmm. People who are interested in psychedelics probably are interested in like, I don't know. that's That's a tough one. I don't know if it's how much it would matter into the world as a whole. Like, would it make people more loving or more aware or more... And, and it doesn't change everybody like that. But I think that would be one of the big effects. I think a lot of people would just get so much relief from their depression, despair. I think there would it shows you there's something more. And so I think that would be the biggest benefit and how, I don't know how the percentage of I mean, it would be interesting
3: mm-hmm.
0: to see, but... Um, so
3: that, I
0: guess what is the what are the common takeaways i guess from the people that you know who have done psychedelics or what is, um, what did they report
3: like
0: maybe just more loving in general like like seeing
2: that there's i, I keep saying that seeing that there's more makes you it changes your perspective on life and um makes maybe just more loving i think people are kinder and um more compassionate maybe if they have these
0: experiences but i'm I, yeah, I don't know. What do you think? <laughs> <laughs> I I would like to think there would be more empathy in the world. I would also guess that people would start seeing through the rat race mm-hmm. and maybe consumerism, which I think kind of is what we as a society are, are very wrapped up in and put a lot of our, you know, the purpose of life is kind of like to succeed professionally yeah, and to be able to buy cool shit, I guess. Yeah. I mean, I totally agree with like seeing that there's more than that Yeah, life and seeing that not only is it just more, but like there's some just deeply beautiful experiences to be had that are probably not, gonna be found in your nine to five
1: um what do you what do um psychedelics how did they change your impression on the potential of afterlife it
2: opened it up a bit i think for me opened up the possibilities of whatever because it just made everything seem so ridiculous (laughs) that there was so much more that i never knew about like what is this you know and uh so it just it makes me like not care really about i don't think about afterlife and like when i die i don't know but it doesn't make it seem ridiculous that something is like somewhere else
1: there's something there's something layer. else
2: so energy you know i don't know possible
0: that is really well said i i think i'm pretty much on board if you could tell your teenage self one sentence what would it be?
3: Oh my and God. And it doesn't have
0: to be like religion related.
2: Tell my teenage self one thing, <laughs> one sentence would be a run on sentence. <laughs> and that's a hard one to come up with on the spot. Like, Maggie, do, you have, do you have something what's you would tell your
0: teenage self?
1: Um, I've done, sorry, this is, uh, I, it's more than a sentence, but I've done some, um, memory rewriting in therapy where I go back into like traumatic experiences and, uh, I sit with myself as like 38 year old Maggie. And, um, and so I'm there with like 15 year old, 16 year old Maggie. So I I think I would just, uh, let her know that she's not alone, that like there are there are lots and lots of people who are ready to be available. Yeah. That's I felt really weird. alone as a teenager. Mm-hmm. I still haven't come up with one. <laughs> I think I, I would think tell of myself, myself. They too. all seem
0: superficial.
1: Yeah, there are a lot of hairstyles I would <laughs> change at my in my teenage years.
0: Don't eat those raw oysters <laughs> <laughs> next December. You're gonna regret it. Uh no, I think I would tell myself to do whatever it takes to be okay with who you are. Period. In a sentence. Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah.
0: Uh, you don't have to come up with one, Andy. Don't
2: do whatever I'm thinking about yours. Like what would you I'm, I'm trying to think of myself in that in that Do whatever it takes. Anyways, well that's it
1: those are like very um abstract words like do whatever it takes to be okay with yourself like that's very abstract but thinking about it in the context of talking about psychedelics like i imagine that there's some something that you have gained in that process that's like beyond words and so if you could communicate to your teenage self one of those beyond words like concepts that's the like be be okay with who you are is like beyond you know take a self-improvement class or whatever mm-hmm. or like or like give yourself daily affirmations or whatever like it sounds like it there's a lot of depth in that concept
0: it's because i'm so fucking deep
1: you're so deep.
0: <laughs> oh, it just hurts how <laughs> deep i go you your porn voice <laughs> <laughs> i wasn't even thinking about that
1: watch how deep yeah. i go <laughs>
0: Watch how deep this goes <laughs> hey andy have you have you written any good songs, lately? Write new songs we we, we love lawnmower girl
1: yeah lawnmower yeah. girl is it's, a major so bop
0: good
2: that's one of 150 that <laughs> is like actually had someone listen to so that's kind of fun do you want to play a song for us right now yeah no nah, not nah, like live yeah yeah live
0: geez not really man this is your one you shot eminem said is it you have you have one <laughs> shot to be famous
1: oh, do man. Your, Danny, it do it? not miss your chance to blow
2: <laughs> i don't know which one to do they're, they're, they're all so good yeah it's, it doesn't matter How does that um let me tune this up real quick <laughs> this make for good.
1: This is quality audio.
2: <laughs> hey, this is a song. By the way, I don't want to like get through the whole thing, and you guys say, "Okay,
0: no, this is it."
1: <laughs> the, the the tuning part is it?
0: Yeah, we'll we'll yeah. applaud. Oh, it's so good. Thank you for sharing that. You can cut this. Right? Abstract.
1: Yes, we, we can cut cut this. This. but we probably won't
0: because you know
2: what's coming. If if my tuning abilities. Are this good. <laughs> get the fuck ready. <laughs> Hold on to your panties.
1: <laughs> Hold on to your panties.
2: Hold on to your panties. All right, all right. So let me get. I gotta get a rhythm. Oh boy. Is it? Can you hear it?
1: Yeah. Mhm. I'm gonna start crying already.
2: All right. I got no intro. Yeah, I felt so hard. I felt so hard and I hit the ground. Can I start over? No. <laughs>
3: yeah. Yes. But That's it was the worst. Really I know. Yeah, I know. Start over. I felt so hard. I fell so hard and I hit the ground.
2: You can take my money, but you can't take what I found.
3: The world is changing so fast, so fast that I got lost. Falling
2: into pieces, falling into pieces, what I got. And the world keeps spinning, gave me a second chance.
3: No more lying, self-loathing romance.
2: And then it just repeats. Just repeating.
0: Damn, dude. That's it. that was dope. You're talented.
1: This is your this is where you have your breakout. This is <laughs> <laughs> this is your big break, yeah. man.
0: I'm gonna make you a star.
1: We're gonna make Absolutely. you a
2: star. <laughs> I'm ready. God, I'm ready. <laughs> <laughs> Get me out there.
1: Now that everyone who just heard you play is like super duper super duper horny are you (laughs) are you dating anybody can i set you up with everybody I know
2: (laughs) yeah i'm dating somebody i have a girlfriend cool Uh,
1: is it a girlfriend like i say it's a girlfriend
2: like a a female platonic (laughs) friend Uh, no no it's girlfriend girlfriend it's a novia yeah yeah novia that's right
0: are you monogamous yeah monogamous can i date her also, well, what do you mean by date?
1: <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean by date? You
0: uh, like,
2: want to have coffee with her sometime?
0: <laughs> I, I retract my statement.
1: Is she there right now?
0: <laughs> no. Yeah, put her on. No, she's not. You should listen as a date.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, get like set up a nice candlelit picnic and listen to us talk about butts.
0: <laughs> yeah, let's listen to this cool podcast. Going to be totally surprised when your episode comes up. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, yeah, she realizes
0: how famous you are. Who's this on a podcast?
2: <laughs> huh, Mister Mister? Why won't you get out of bed in the morning? Like, <laughs> <laughs> Mister, I don't want
1: to. I don't want a job. <laughs> doing a podcast. what are you doing on a podcast yeah
0: hey andy so you're making patches now not really i got that little
2: uh novelty item where yeah i make patches and you velcro them on your hat and your tote <laughs> i like that you're like
0: trying to give excuses for the thing before even <laughs> hey <Yeah. laughs> I'm, I'm we, giving it a shot <laughs> will, you, will you set out the letters switcheroo You don't actually have to like sew them on You just set out the oh, letters switcheroo is. And then take a picture of it I need to send you guys a box of stuff Oh
2: like and swag A
1: swag box? Yeah, a merch swag
0: box? box?
1: Yes You on Instagram and stuff yeah.
0: We could hold contests for our listeners That'd be awesome. And you get The letter V you, you have no idea how much inventory I have <laughs>
3: <laughs>
2: you, know, you you get a good deal if you order
0: more. Oh, th- yeah. It gets cheaper the more you get.
3: <laughs>
0: and you m- wanted to make sure the per unit was as and cheap shipping, as you get. Yeah, shipping's expensive.
1: If yeah. you if you zoomed out your camera, would you just be sitting on a pile of patches?
2: <laughs> oh my god. I got two chairs covered in <laughs> patches in my
0: house. <laughs> Send us a picture of your chair so we can put it in the show notes. Okay. The patch oh. throne. <laughs> the patch throne. This is the
2: patch toilet. This is a new patch <laughs> chimney you can put in your house. This is, this is just a patch wall, which you can use it on any wall. Are you still you design uh, me some patches, Maggie? Okay. Have you looked at my website? No. Can I plug it?
1: Yep. Yeah, patch plug Fox, your website.
2: Patchfox.com.
1: Fox like the, the orange animal? Yeah. Okay.
2: Patchbox. Patchbox.
1: Patchbox Dot. Yeah.
2: It's it's it ed- educational also <laughs> for kids to spell. So I, I'll i send you some for your girls and they can spell words and put them on their totes.
1: Oh my gosh, I love that. No, I'm gonna definitely order those.
2: Yeah. Well don't we have yeah, so
1: many totes. Just,
2: just text me what you want. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Awesome. Save me instead uh free up some space in my trailer
1: <laughs> your bad trailer <laughs> i i want to go back and um just clarify that uh i don't think that there's a or should be um a stigma around mental health issues like schizophrenia um so cuz i i feel like i presented that as like Something that is the worst thing that could possibly happen. And I don't think that that's accurate. So, yeah. There's,
0: I think, there's certain cultures, and I believe they're more native, indigenous cultures, where they actually look at some of this neurodivergence as something awesome and like a gift. Yeah. And like they're able to see the world in a unique way that we just can't quite wrap our minds around. Yep. And I think that's beautiful.
1: Um, I, one of the themes that I feel like we've covered a few times in our podcast is the idea of um, kind of all of our church experiences or people that we've talked to have uh, have been really limiting as far as the scope of what, what is possible. And that especially in my experience, evangelicalism like really limits and draws a line around what spirituality can look like or be. And um, I feel like that's the journey that I'm on is trying to like find different ways to expand what God is or who God can be or what God can be in whatever way. And uh, Andy, hearing you talk about your experience like and how the thing is just so much bigger than you thought uh, really resonated with me. And um, I feel like that's, I hope that if that's like where uh, our world is going or like acceptance of that pathway or that journey is becoming more possible, like hopefully that just makes God bigger and not Smaller, not limiting.
0: Yep, I love that. Yeah, and if we could all seek out wonder. Yep. Even, you know, there there's wonder that is uncomfortable and scary sometimes, which psychedelics certainly are. So, uh, I think it's one of the more worthy pursuits that. You certainly could find in other ways, not psychedelics. I'm not saying that that's like the one path to find this stuff, but it is a path.
2: It's yeah. It's it's definitely a path that not majority of people will ever take. But for anyone who's kind of like interested in. Mm -hmm.
0: And I'll give an alternative that the more I've gotten into meditation and uh yeah being like super present and stuff i i do reach some of these psychedelic states uh it's a little more subtle certainly not as in your face and certainly not as potentially you know bad trip terrifying Mm. uh and and there's a lot of documentation out there that this that meditation is another path to these experiences so if you are neurodivergent or you know or just don't want to fuck with yeah psychedelics like, yeah. <laughs> there's there's other ways to tap into these things yeah it's, it's not as immediate it can take you know sitting for a couple years uh, yeah. but it's there there's options
1: well i just had my second sacral therapy treatment and uh, like that's the closest I've ever been and um, both both times I've been ha- have been really intensely spiritual and uh transcendent and that didn't require any psychedelics mm-hmm. what do they do what I mean I don't know what <laughs> I don't know what she does to be honest but I I what I would say is I think she's cleaning my energy or like working with the energy in different places in my body and in my spirit to like neutralize negativity and uh, bring more positivity. But uh, she practices uh, part of an oral tradition called the Delicate Lodge that is based kind of in a indigenous medicine wheel story. And she did a lot of talking about some stories and she sang some songs. And I mean, I went into this like kind of fugue state where I was like writing movies that I want to produce and doing all sorts of fantastic artwork in some part of my subconscious that I didn't know I had access to. And then I came out of it and it all kind of went away. Uh, And that's, that was really sad to me. And I think maybe that's a difference that psychedelics could kind of like retain some of that would be my guess is that I could could hold on to some of that stuff that I lost as soon as I came out of my state.
2: Well, that's pretty cool. Are you gonna go back and do it again?
1: Oh, yeah, and I got a prescription from my doctor too, so <laughs> i'm gonna I'm gonna get it covered. Cool, wow. yeah, Good stuff. did you call again craniosacral therapy take a note it's pretty cool i really enjoyed it and there was a massage aspect and it was very nice on my body
2: <laughs> mm-hmm. massage is awesome It's one of the best treatments for lots of things
1: yeah but massage can also be like you guys are talking about like painful in order yeah. to get uh, to get a positive benefit Right? Like, sometimes it really hurts to get a massage.
0: Mm-hmm. Cool. Uh, well, cool. Should we wrap this yeah, mother let's up?
1: Ra- let's wrap this mother up. Andy, it, <laughs> first of all, it was very, very nice to talk to you and to yeah. see your face and to I listen agree. to your beautiful, beautiful song. Thank
0: you. Yeah. And, and we'll thanks we'll be again for lawnmower Girl.
1: Oh, yeah. yeah. We'll be yeah. patiently awaiting the release of your debut album okay that's not a joke I'm not trying to be like flippant I sincerely feel that way
2: yeah it is a goal. it'll happen at some point
0: yeah Um, and come visit and we'll play we'll jam yeah that'd be great I love that
1: Nick on the Moog and me on the tambourine
2: (laughs) yeah that would be fun like old times and then we can take
0: pictures yeah, we'll get, we'll see if Harry, <laughs> our landlord, will let us in the, in the house. <laughs> to play. Oh God, he hated us.
1: He hated us so much. We weren't, we didn't even like have big parties. He just hated us. Oh,
0: we were, were
2: so we were young tame. And fucking weird kids living we just, in his house. Yeah.
1: We were just everything that he wished he had been when he was a young, hot.
0: Oh, it's jealousy, you're right. Teenager. Definitely.
1: However old we were, 20-something co-eds. <laughs>
0: Something co-eds christian co-eds
1: i could every time a boy left my basement bedroom uh, out the back side door i could see him in his window with his arms crossed just shaking his head like <laughs>
0: and, and writing notes down yeah,
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just, just he was like that's another five dollars added to your rent this month
0: cool uh yeah to our listeners thank you for stopping by it means a lot to us if you like what you're listening to share it with somebody have a conversation about some of these topics
1: write a review on itunes
0: yeah you can do that that'd be great say hey, it's five million dollars each because <laughs> you love it so okay. much
1: give me five million dollars so he can re- professionally record an album yeah i'm
0: gonna donate my five million oh, to Andy. Geez. also
1: you. yeah also, and it's it's 10 there's $10 million to you, Andy. Awesome.
2: Thank you guys so much.
1: <laughs> now get, get those patches off of your chair.
2: <laughs> gotta move those patches. I gotta, yeah. Let's move some patches. The markups, insane. <laughs> it's insane. It's like gumballs. <laughs> I was in the gumball business when I was like 15 or maybe 10. Now I'm in the patch business. <laughs> We're talking. We're talking twenty times, twenty five times on some patches. Price to move. Heroin <laughs> patches are the new heroin. You're gonna recruit kids to like? God, just go sell them at school, man. You're not gonna get trouble. <laughs>
0: <laughs> my is... money.
2: <laughs> yeah,
0: don't be a. <laughs> That's what I tell. I'd tell. <laughs> don't be a. <laughs> a <laughs> there it is. We, we have to bleep that out. We are not allowed to say. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Intro clip for sure. We cannot say
0: that. Uh,
1: <laughs> Don't be not gonna get in trouble. Don't be. Go
2: move some patches. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh very good. Thanks, Andy.
3: All right, all right. Thanks for guys.
1: listening. I, this has been Switcheroo.
0: Switcheroo, the podcast.
1: The podcast.
0: Sorry,
1: Sorry. <laughs> Featuring in
3: Special guest
1: <laughs> <laughs> And that is Andrew <laughs> That's a wrap That's a wrap Bye And we're out
3: I was sitting in the backyard Sipping on a minty drink I saw a girl standing there She was mowing the lawn I said, hey Zizig, who's this girl back here? That's the lawn, girl, what you doing?
0: hey hey y'all psychedelics for the most part are illegal so make wise choices
1: don't get arrested
0: <laughs> don't yeah don't get arrested and this is powerful stuff uh, I would, I would definitely recommend you have an exit strategy. And by that, I mean, look up what it means to have a bad trip. And there's actually lots of things you can do to avoid that. And if you find yourself there, ways to get out of it. Um, that's probably the one thing I wish I
3: knew so hard when I started mm-hmm. down this journey. So look at that. Okay. Good. Oh.